Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody. Well, good to see you again. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. Nice to see everybody who's joining us on Facebook. Also, uh, the people who join us by iTunes or Spotify or however it is you're listening to us. So the last couple of nights, we've been doing messages on relationships, on personal relationships with your loved ones uh, and how that relates to your relationship with God. And we're going to continue that eventually, probably tomorrow. But tonight, I want to just deviate from it for a moment for this one episode, and I want to talk about the importance of rejoicing in all things. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because uh, I actually had to tell myself about this today, all right? So here's what happened. As some of you know, I'm a lawyer, and today I had a really big case I had to deal with. It was a very, very substantial case involving potentially a lot of money exchanging hands. And, you know, Kristen and I have been praying about it for a long time, and we woke up today, and I called Kristen, and, and we prayed about it over the phone, And I got in my car, driving to work, because I have to have this phone conference with the judge and the other attorneys to see if we can settle the case. And on my way to work, it occurred to me, instead of listening to the radio like I normally do, I would would play a song by Chris Tomlin called Rejoice. And if you know the song, it's just, you know, rejoice, rejoice, uh, uh, sing with the uh, praiseful voice or something like that, but just saying rejoice, rejoice over and over again, okay? And so I really just felt like I had to rejoice to bring this victory in, okay? That you're almost like, it's almost like you're reaching through the event to the end of it and pulling the end inward, okay? And so, you know, just rejoice on my way to work that that we're gonna have victory in this situation. And I went on my phone conference with the judge and after, I would say about two or three hours, long story short, we settled the case for a very, very large sum of money, which made me very happy. And I was driving home and I, I, I hadn't told Kristen yet. And on my way home now, I play the same song again in the car. Rejoice, rejoice. Uh, Sing with an angel's voice, I think is what it is. Something like that. Okay. All the way home. And I'm so happy. And I get on the phone with Kristen. I said, Kristen, guess what? Uh, We settled this case. And here's this large sum of money that we just, you know, we just won and everything like that. And uh, she was saying, praise God. And as God is my witness, and this mustn't have been more than a five minute conversation. And before it was over, Five minutes into this conversation, a family member of mine gives me really, really, really bad news about him. And, you know, bad news about yourself is one thing. Bad news about a family member is something else. And I stopped rejoicing right then and there. I mean, for us, I mean, I had gone from being on cloud nine and just, you know, nothing could nothing could slow me down. I was so happy. And, you know, I, I was just largest settlement I've ever gotten. And I've gone from that to now I get this bad news and I'm not rejoicing anymore. Okay. Here's the problem though. You have to rejoice in the bad things just like you rejoice in the good things. In fact, I would suggest to you that rejoicing in the bad times is actually even more important. Okay. First Thessalonians 5.16 says, rejoice always, pray continuously, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say give thanks for the things that, you know, you're really glad happened. Or just rejoice when good things happen. Pray sometimes. It says you have to do these things always. 
Okay. Philippians 4, 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Okay. But then it says, listen to this same verse. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your quest, your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So the Bible is saying right there, like, look, we know there are going to be things where you're not going to want to rejoice. Things are going to cause you anxiety. Okay. You still have to rejoice in those things. You still have to give thanks in those things. And that's how you get through those things. Because through the rejoicing, through the giving thanks, that's how you get the peace that passes understanding. Remember, God inhabits the praises of his people. Now, you might be wondering, look, how am I supposed to rejoice at bad news? Okay, how are you supposed to rejoice when you just lost your job? How are you supposed to rejoice when a loved one dies? Are you supposed to be happy the loved one is dead? Like, thank God my wife passed away? No, that's not realistic, okay? You're not rejoicing at the bad thing happening. You're rejoicing at the greatness of your God, okay? Psalms 34, 19 says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of all of them, okay? That's what you're rejoicing about. You're rejoicing that God is so great that he will deliver you out of all of them. So the point is this. Look, it's really easy to rejoice when things are going well, and that's important. We have to give thanks for that. But it's just as important, if not more so, when things don't go our way, when things turn bad, because it's praise that stills the avenger. And it's rejoicing and giving thanks that brings the peace that passes all understanding. That's my message for tonight. Very good. Very good. Great life application. And, um, you know, it is true, I think, whether it is extreme events or things that are not quite as extreme, like the emotions you you uh, encounter today, where there's always going to be something to praise God for, and there's always going to be something that we could choose to be upset about. Um, it, it's one of those things where in life, not everything is ever going to be totally perfect at once. I remember when I realized that, I was like, Oh, this is this is something where uh, I don't know if I like this. I want everything to be perfect, but that's not going to happen until Jesus comes back. So what you have to do instead is focus on what's going right and and celebrate that and enjoy that. Otherwise, the enemy really you know robs that from you. Um, so you know, in other words, a lot of people you might have you know everything going right in your relationships, but something's going wrong in your job, or you might have the opposite: everything's going right in your job and something's going wrong in your relationships or health or this or that. There's always going to be something, but yet there's always going to be something to praise God for. So we have to focus on that and really, you know, punch the enemy hard and uh, send that message. So, and obviously that's easier sometimes than others in the flesh, but that's why we have to do it in the spirit. So great, great. Absolutely. Um, Well, tonight my prayer for us and the verse that I want to draw from is, uh, from Jeremiah thirty two seventeen, I have to just say, I, I there's so many so many people in the Bible that I really feel like I you know you just can feel the connection as you're reading the words on the page to come to life and you know David in the Psalms, Jeremiah is one of those prophets where uh, you just feel his heart come through, um, and that, the whole book of Jeremiah is is awesome and. He says, you know, what I love about Jeremiah, and you have to understand the con- the context of this, um, he was instructed to buy a field. 
Um, and in the human element, just to make a long story short, this would have been a very foolish decision if, if somebody was calculating it from a rational human standpoint. But God had told him to do it. Um, and so he, he said, okay, Lord, I'll do it. He had his doubts. He was human. He had his doubts. But instead of confessing his doubts to the Lord, he confessed that praise. He confessed that rejoicing spirit. And so I love the verse where he starts off. And if you want to read the whole passage, it's, it's just amazing. But he starts off with that verse. Oh, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard for you. And as he goes on and on, when God responds, I love how God says, is anything too hard for me rhetorically? No, nothing is too hard for me. I think that that is wonderful. I remember as a, as a young teenager looking in, in church, they had that on the screen. Nothing is too hard for God. And I remember certain things in my life that I felt were impossible, praying that prayer and looking at that screen and remembering that moment so that I couldn't forget. It was a remembrance stone. So when that moment came to pass, I would remember that. So God, I th- thank you that nothing is too hard for you. We come to you with full praise, Lord. You have made the heavens and the earth. Nothing is too hard for you. You've done that, Lord. Oh, everything by your outstretched arm, your arm of blessing, God. God, you've done that and nothing, nothing, nothing is too hard for you. God, there are situations that seem impossible. And in the human element, they are impossible. But that which is impossible with man is possible with God. That's what makes you a miraculous God. Lord, there's so many opportunities for a miracle. There's so many people listening to this message who need a miracle right now. They need a miracle in their finances. On paper, they just don't know how it's going to add up. They need a miracle in health. It just, the doctors say, It's just not a good diagnosis. They need a miracle in relationships. They're looking for to find the right person, or they're in a marriage that's that's been had bitterness or or different things happen, or or a child has gone astray. They need a miracle in their emotions and managing their emotions. They need a miracle in a job breakthrough. God, you know, you know what's going on with each person, Lord. And you love each person listening. Each person listening has a unique thumbprint for this world. Lord, you have created each person. And every person listening to the sound of my voice, Lord, is so precious in your sight. You've given, you, you say in your word, I will give men in exchange for your life, for you are precious and honored in my sight. Each person listening is adopted by you and loved by you and their entire family is as well. So God, I say to you, with the faith that moves mountains, nothing is too hard for you, God. Nothing. If you have made the heavens, you have made the earth. I personally have seen your miracles come to pass in my life. I personally have had moments where my jaw just drops and I say, God, look at the paper. It just doesn't add up. When I look at things on paper, there was just no way. But you made a way. God, where there is no way, you make a way. And I pray for every person listening, for whatever they need tonight, that you would make a way. 
Make a way, Lord. Make a way. Lord, you can move heaven and earth for these people, Lord. You love them. Not only can you do it, but you're willing and wanting to do it. So, Lord, I pray as you intercede for us on behalf of the Father, God, that you would come in on our behalf with that outstretched arm. Come in for that person. Just just take your hand and put your hand over those finances. Just take your hand and put your hand over those families. Put your hand over those health issues, God. Put your hand over all those emotional turmoil and trauma and things that people are going through. Lord, take your hand and move heaven and earth for your people, God. Move like, like the sun stand still prayer, God, where you made the sun stand still. God, you are doing your miracles in our day. They weren't just for ancient times. God, Acts, the book of Acts is still alive and active right now, God. And I just pray that we would start to see, we would start to see revival and miracles take place like we did, Lord, years ago. Like things that were, I I pray for people who are in wheelchairs to spring up out of their wheelchairs and start walking. People who are blind to to be able to see. People who are deaf to be able to hear. People who are are in desperate financial situations. People who are in desperate times and desperate uh, loneliness and hardship. God, God, provide a way right now. And I ask and intercede on behalf of every person. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. That was quite a a flourish you finished with there, Kristen. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Well, let's get to the uh, prayers uh, for tonight. And by the way, Fernando, I don't know if you can see the the uh, text on your end, Kristen, but Fernando, who says hi to us every night, says, God bless you guys. Now send me some of that money. All right. <laughs> yeah. So next time I see you, Fernando, you bet. <laughs> Got it. Seriously, though, if you think, I mean, it was a, it, it was a, focus on the good things. It was a good day for that. I mean, yesterday I got a settlement that I was happy about, and this one was 20 times the size of that. So, you know, I I could sit here and and wallow in self-pity if I want, but I'm going to instead, you know, choose to focus on on the great things that God has done for us. And God, thank you for answering that prayer. So that's my praise report for tonight, if anything. All right. That's right. That's right. All right, Kristen. So uh, let's get started here. So we got kind of a Praise report and prayer from a friend of ours, Juanita, who said, uh, Blessed night. Just want to thank both of you for your prayers after my family and I, we recovered from the coronavirus. So a while ago, I think in like the middle of May or so, Kristen, you and I prayed for her because she'd been afflicted with the coronavirus. Yes. Uh, she says, she's re- my family and I recovered from the coronavirus. I was left with so many fears. I'm a healthy person with no complications, but it's been over four months. I've been having pain in my ears and throat. I have a cough that won't go away. I've seen a doctor. I've taken medications. I'm still feeling the same. I have fears of cancer. I'm not even sure why. Every time I stumble, however, I remember how wonderful my Jesus is, and he will never fail me. I'm praying for complete healing from head to toe. Please pray for me to stay blessed. Well, uh, it reminds me of the verse we just spoke, right, Kristen? Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them through all. So that's this is, you know, when you're going through something like this, like I just said, it's very, very hard to praise. It's hard to rejoice. And it's hard to understand how you're supposed to rejoice about this situation. But we don't rejoice or focus on the situation. We rejoice and focus on the greatness of our God. So I'll kick off tonight if you want, Kristen. Uh, sure. Anita, and first of all, God, Father God, thank you that you've rebuked the devourer over Juanita's family. You've rebuked this coronavirus. 
now she's got this other, <coughs> excuse me, this other situation she's dealing with. And God, we thank you that she has victory in that. You didn't break, you didn't cure her of the coronavirus to for her to be afflicted with these other things. We pray for the efficacy of the medication and of the, of the wisdom of the doctors. But God, ultimately, we pray that the blood of Jesus that raised Christ from the dead flows through Juanita's brain, uh, brains, Juanita's blood, veins. Thank you, Lord. Uh, and that she is perfectly healed. And more than that, that she has the peace that passes understanding because, you know, she's talking about how she has fear of cancer, even though I don't, she hasn't described anything that's consistent with that sort of symptom. So God, we pray that you guard her heart and mind in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, this is for you. This is Sylvia says, please stand with me in prayer that God will reach out to my two children and family and God, to fix my marriage, I must be faithful to his will. God, bless my life to share the love of God around the world. I'm a person living with HIV for 17 years now. I got saved in 2006. My heart for the people living HIV positive, and I I like working with them. Please let us together for our brothers and sisters. All right. Well, Sylvia... God bless you. Thank you for your faith and uh, being such a, a woman who is such a positive light in your community and reaching out to people. Um, God has put you there for a distinct purpose to, f- to fill a role that no one else can fill and mm-hmm. using your experiences. So I just pray that you continue to just enlarge your territory in your ministry and um, your health as well. I pray for your health and those around you, that um, as you love those people, I just see that you have such a love for those people, as you said. And I just I just see that that's what is needed more than anything else. And I just pray that God's love would just flow through you and onto these people, and it would be a multiplication effect, and you'd be able to touch the world through this. And I pray for your marriage. I pray for restoration. I pray for whatever's going on there. I pray that there would be a new thing, just like we spoke about last night, that God would do a new thing in your marriage and and um, just just that you would fall in love in a new level with your partner and, and with Jesus and um, that the, that triangle would be so tight. And I do pray for your kids, same thing, for you guys to get so close and the restoration and the unity that's needed uh, would take place and for them to follow Jesus in all they do. In Jesus' name, amen. That was the perfect prayer for her that, you know, she's uniquely called to this situation. And it's so hard when someone, you know, you see they're diagnosed with HIV and then it's hard to see how something like that can be turned to a positive. It's hard to see how, you know, the Bible says all things work together for the good of, who, of them who, who love the Lord, who are called according to their purpose. And you get a diagnosis like that and you say, well, how the heck does HIV work? to that. And yet you just hit the nail right in the head that, you know, we don't celebrate the sickness, but we celebrate the special calling that this person has for people like that. That's right. That's right. I just want to take a moment to tell you what a blessing you are to me and how grateful I am for you because I don't have many bad days, but having you in my life uh, as, as my partner is just, um, it, you know, you, it, 
you give me a lot, you fight a lot of battles for me and you give me a lot of strength. I'm just very grateful for it. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I know that you, I'm grateful for the life experiences that you had that made you strong enough and, and fully equipped you for stuff like this. So just thank you for everything you do for me. Oh, well, I'm so thankful for you as well. And it's a two way street. And thank you for always praying with me and being a great spiritual leader as well. So okay, pretty awesome. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Angelina says, uh, one prayer request, please pray for my family, especially for my children. We're really struggling. My son is in prison because he stole from the church offering money. Yeah, there you go. You know, people who do things like that don't realize the effect it has on other people. Mm. Father God, please don't punish Angelina for the sins of her son. Number one. And number two, even for her son, who apparently he stole, and I guess he's, you know, justice happened to him, but you love mercy also. I pray that you have mercy on him, that he gets out of prison quicker than expected. He's reunited with Angelina. I pray for her and her whole family. I pray that they're blessed and that they're not known as the family whose son went to prison because he stole from the church, but they're known as the blessed and righteous family who's able to meet the needs of other people who had miracles occur for them. It's a tough prayer, but God, I know that you're, you, listen, we have some tough prayers tonight, man, but you, you are a big God. And I kind of feel Kristen that, that what's happening here is, it's almost like in, you know, like a video game where you go to a higher level and it's harder that God is showing us tonight yeah. that's like, okay, you know, now ask me for harder things. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's kind of what I'm feeling tonight. So God, thank you for the opportunity to pray for Angeline and her family. And thank you that you will deliver her from these troubles and her children as well. And that you'll set her son's feet on solid ground and that he'll have a, a prosperous, blessed life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen, Jason uh, is from Papua New Guinea. He asks that you pray because he wants a genuine and permanent job, uh, preferably with his profession, which is aircraft maintenance engineering. Nice. Awesome. All right. Well, Jason, Lord, we pray that Jason would uh, follow and go through the right doors that you have for him, God, and soar and fly into the great uh, uh, job you have for him in this field. Lord, you've given him a passion for this. This is his ministry, God. I pray that a lot of people come to know Christ through his ministry, through his worship, as he worships you in his passion, Lord. I pray that you would open those right doors, that he'd be able to hear your voice, that you would draw him in very close, that he would know the things that are just kind of mediocre and the things that are the best, Lord, and go through the correct doors because you have that path for him. In Jesus' name, amen. Good work. Bankaleng says, please pray that I can make a close deal this year. A close deal, maybe close a deal this year. Please pray I can close a deal this year. And for the good health of my family and loved ones, also I can pay all my debts too. You see, you know, Kristen, we get a lot of these prayers about people who have debts and they, they say, God, you know, take my debts away. It's like, 
I heard Joyce Myers talk about this one time. She's like, I don't know where people got this idea that you could run up debts and not pay them back or God will just like erase them for you. God is not bankruptcy court. But Bankalang here is saying he's praying that he can pay all his debts back. That's different. Okay. So that's a good prayer, Bankalang. So Father God, in Jesus' name, Kristen joins me in this and so does everybody else watching. We pray that Bankalang is able to pay all his debts back in full. We pray that he closes this deal this year that he's supposed to close. We pray for the good health of his family and his and his friends. We pray that he's that he's taken from a place of borrowing to a place of lending. We thank you, God, for his faithfulness. If there's anything he needs to do to unlock the full blessings of heaven, if he's behind in his tithing, if he has unforgiveness in his life or any unaddressed sin, please address that with him so that if it's removed and he can get on with his life and he can come into the fullness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let me tell you, Kristen, when I used to go to this church, and um, it, it kind of bothered me. They, they had this large building project, and they entered into a contract. It was for a certain amount of money. And then once the builders had already built it, they they, they only wanted to offer them like 70 cents in the dollar. And oh, uh, right. my dad was in the building committee. He said, that's not right. We're Christians. We, we promised to pay this amount of money. We should pay this amount of money. We don't just negotiate downward just because what everybody else does and the yeah. consequence of that was he was taken off the building committee <laughs> okay we don't need we don't need you and your good ethics here pal <laughs> there's a moral to that story but what happened with that church yeah yeah exactly exactly it's, it's really a spiritual issue spiritual problem behind that so yeah yeah. All right. Uh, Kristen, Mile and Daniel are both praying for financial breakthroughs with their work. Mile and Daniel, Lord, they, you are, they are close to your heart, Lord. Lord, their finances. I feel like a lot of times financial prayers and health prayers are so closely mm. aligned because yeah. it's like the sickness whatever the festering sickness is that the enemy tries to tries to um, start in, in health. It's the same kind of seed and same kind of spiritual thing in finances, like a sickness in the finances. So I just pray for the health and the healing, the finances for both of them and their job and their work so that it's not a cycle. We pray for the cycles to stop. We pray for the sickness to stop. We pray for the root of it to stop and we pray for God's blessings and to flow and we pray for his prosperity and we pray as they, as they give to the Lord, as they give over and above, they'll be able to just, they won't be able to outgive God. They'll just be able to, to give and give and give out of the outflow of what God has for them in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's get to some of the good prayer, by the way, Kristen. Thanks. Let's get to some of the um, live prayer requests and we'll finish off the ones that were uh, emailed in. Good to see Aster, Jimmy and Fernando, Jan, our friend uh, uh, from Pakistan, Imran Badi. Prince Yuri is back. Good to see you. Uh, Rina Dahlia again. Hope things are going well. I'm really glad for her praise report last night. Yes. Carolina says, please pray for the bones of my face. Mm. Well, I'm reminded, Kristen, of that. Uh, I think it was Elijah where God told him to call on the winds from the north, the south, the east, and the yes. west. He saw all these dry bones that were new covered with flesh and sinew and everything. So, Father God, I pray for Carolina's bones in her face and anywhere else. I pray for perfect health for her. 
I pray she's fully restored. As long as we're on this topic, I'm going to pray for my fingers because I hurt my fingers again today. So, Father God, I pray for both of those things, for the bones in my hands and joints, and also for Carolina's face. Um, we pray that she just has a most beautiful face and that when people look at her face, they don't see somebody with damaged bones, but rather they see just the beauty of God shining through her face. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Peter Russell, there's somebody who recognizes. says, good evening, all. I've missed these. Well, we've missed you too, Peter. Glad to see you again. Fernando says, you guys going to make find a relationship. I don't know what that means. But we make a fine relationship. Thank you, Fernando. Thank you. Oh, Peter Russell has a praise report for us. All right, here we go yes. with a new prayer request. So I'll leave this one to you. I think you're all excited. <laughs> Peter Russell has got a, got a praise report and new prayer request for y'all. Praise report is that marriage issues have taken a huge step forward towards being solved and just part of our testimony together. Well, Woo! I Yes. Hey, we need like a little bell that ding, 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 ding. Uh, it, yes, we're going to have a praise gonna, report bell. Yes, I'm going to do that next episode. I'm going to have it with me. I have one, so I'm going to do that. People will be sending <laughs> us like fake praise reports just to hear the bell now. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, you know, God will, it, it'll be acting out their faith. <laughs> I actually have a machine that makes like 20 different noises. Maybe I'll bring that like a cash. Yes. Cha-ching. Oh, yes. Financial praise report. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, as per the prayer request, it's twofold. One, that the healing process continues there. Well, uh, right. Peter, you should go listen to our message from last night, by the way, on that topic. And two, be praying for my city, Chicago. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, Chicago and Detroit are just the amount of murders that are happening. there are crazy. There's still a lot of unrest and danger here for everyone because of what's go gone on. There's a lot of danger in Chicago and like a normal peaceful year. They have something like 600 murders a year there. Yeah. And I yeah. think like six times that many shootings. I think it's like 3,600 shootings resulting in 600 murders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First of all, Absolutely. actually, this, this is your prayer, Chris. And why don't you take off and give God the praise here? Well, Peter, I, I just think it's awesome that you're in Chicago area being a light there. Every time I fly into Chicago, I'm always, there's certain cities, there's a lot of cities, but Chicago, New Orleans, there's certain cities where my heart is burdened and I say, Lord, we need more lights here. We need your, yeah. you, you here. You can just feel the heaviness. And so, um, I thank you for being a light there. And I just pray that you would, you and your entire family would continue to be the light to turn Chicago around. Lord, we turn Chicago around for you, God. Um, we, we turn that around. And even, you know, even that song that, um, talks about Chicago, it's kind of ironic um, Chicago, Chicago, um, you know, it's kind of has, has a sacrilegious kind of lyric in there. Um, and, and it talks about how the town that Billy Sunday couldn't shut down. Well, I say that that is not over yet. And I say that Chicago and a lot of these other cities are going to become places where God is going to shut down all the bad things going on and his light will shine through, and his light will shine. And we just pray for revival in that entire city, Lord. So we pray for revival in Chicago and for people to come to know you. People are, are hungry and thirsty for you, Lord. Um, and we pray for, thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Peter's marriage. Thank you, God. Please. Continue, continue what you're doing, God. Uh, continue, Lord. It's, it's, they have a, a breakthrough. It's like an exercise, a new exercise. It's like you're getting, it, you're seeing the results. 
but you're getting to the point where you don't want to stop now. So you don't want to stop now because right. it's going to, it's just going to explode. So, so we just asked for Holy Ghost explosion over their marriage and for just new, just new, the new thing, Lord, that you were doing, um, just to be, just to take over their family and future generations in Jesus name. Amen. You know, on that point, Kristen, about Chicago and, and Peter tells us there's 18 murders in a 24 hour span last weekend. I remember reading about that in the paper. Um, you're right. You know, God puts his brightest lights in the darkest places. And I would also point out the, vo- the the verse when you said that, that I was thinking of is a verse that says, where sin abounds, grace abounds more abundantly. Mm. And, you know, so it's easy to look at a city like Chicago or Detroit or Camden yeah. or Trenton or Newark or Jersey City or Atlantic City or Baltimore or D.C. or L.A. or East St. Louis. Or just I could just sit here all day long and just list, list these just horrible, horrible cities uh, in the United States in terms of crime. And that's, just, that's what it is. And we could just throw our hands up and say it's like a hopeless situation. But God says where sin abounds, grace abounds more abundantly. Yes. So God has the victory in all those things. That's all right. Um, let's just finish up the ones that were sent to us. And uh, I'll just do them. Ingrid says, pray for me and my family in Suriname. Vikram asks that we pray for the health of his family. Teresa says, please include my family in your prayers that we're all safe from the virus. Well, why stop there? And I hope I can work again in the country. Yes. Uh, Fernando tells me, by the way, Atlantic City is not crime infested. Is uh, Fernando? Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll talk about that later. <laughs> and Peter, by the way, I'm glad that, that was encouraging to you. But let me just finish these prayers real quick. Father God, for Ingrid, for Ingrid, Vikram, and Teresa, all of whom asked for prayers for their family. God, we pray for their family, but more than that, we pray that they see that that they are part of your family, that you are their father, you are their brother, you are their husband, you're their, you know, you are our everything. You're the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the alpha and the omega. We pray that they and their family, like Kristen said, are prosperous, not just in their finances, but in their health, in their relationships. Mm. We pray that, uh, that they don't have to suffer through divorce or loss, or anything like that. We pray against not just the coronavirus, but all other kinds of, all the other plans of the enemy. We pray that you place um, around them and everybody else joining us tonight, everybody else who sent in prayer requests, we, we pray that you place a hedge of protection around them, that you yes. guard their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, and that you you meet all their needs, and you answer all their prayers, and that you bring them closer and closer to you, so that all of these people, all of these people, can see that the stuff they've gone through, the stuff they've gone through wasn't in vain. It wasn't just, it wasn't just suffering for suffering's sake that you put people through things so they can grow and so that we can help other people who are going through those things. Show these people, God, that they're all leaders. All of us are ministers. All of us are missionaries, God, show them that they're leaders, put them in leadership positions and help them to be the miracles that other people are playing are praying for in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And hang on. Good to see Charlie Stevens here. Nelson. Hey. Uh, yeah, Peter. Listen, uh, Fernando is a friend of ours. I love the guy. He's a good friend. I don't know what he's talking about as far as AC. Uh, that's a whole, whole other conversation for another day. Kristen, a couple new prayers just came in from people who we've known. So let's just do those and finish up here. One is Cheryl Mendoza praying for her healing again. And for yes. Dave Mendoza, Tim Kang and James Kirk, Tim Kang. For his abundant blessings, that's Cheryl. And then our friend uh, 
I know you live there, Fernando. I love you. You're my boy. I know you live there. But, you know, <laughs> we got. We, I'm glad God has you there to pray over that whole city. In fact, in Jesus' name, I pray for deliverance for all those cities I just named, in particular Atlantic City, which has been having problems for for decades on top of decades now. I pray for total revitalization of that city. You know, the politicians in New Jersey don't have the answers, but God, you have the answer. And I pray that Fernando, okay, is one of the <laughs> primary leaders so that when we talk about the revitalization of Atlantic City, people are gonna, people won't be able to talk about it without mentioning Fernando Fernandez. In Jesus' name, amen. There you go. I, it's a great name. I feel like he has a stage name. Have you like met Fernando Fernandez? No, but I'm just saying Fernando Fernandez. He's, he's just, a good guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like a stage name. It's it's like, I can't believe it's real. It's great. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> Kristen, Cheryl Mendoza, and then, and you know her prayer, and then Diane Fung, our friend, uh, she's looking for victory for her blood test with done at the clinic. Um, she needs her clinic date changed back because it was put off in August. So she needs a miracle. Also pray that her blood test will be cancer free. All right. Well, Lord, uh, Lord, I just, I pray for both of these women who have such a heart for you, Lord, who are reaching out. I think of that beautiful story where the woman reaches out, the woman with the issue of blood reaches out to the hem of your garment, Lord, in desperation. And she knows if she can just touch the smallest piece of you, God, that your power is so great that it will run through her entire body and heal her. And that's what happens. And I pray that. I pray for that for these women who are reaching for the hem of your garment, Lord. They are reaching yep. on behalf of themselves and their families, God. God, you are the, the healer. God, you promise. Healing is a promise you make. Like peace, like faith, like joy. Healing is a promise, God. So I pray for the healing of these women and their families, God. I pray that their bodies and their entire family's bodies would line up with the will of God. And that their peace and and that that chain of sickness would be broken, in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. And last, <coughs> excuse me. Last but not least, Bridget Hadasha gets in under the wire here. Says, "May God intervene and handle my situation." Well, God is a God of intervention. That's you right. know, the funny thing is, I think a lot of us think of God as like this sort of like just kind of angry, like authority figure who doesn't want to be bothered and we come to him like with our hat in hand and we just hope he doesn't yell at us and say why are you bothering me but in reality god is sitting there with the door open saying why haven't you come to me sooner right Mm. and so bridget good of you to ask for god to intervene and handle your situation so many people say god help me handle a situation bridget is saying god handle my situation bible says cast your cares upon the lord okay So, Father God, Bridget is casting her cares on you. We pray that you handle her situation, you intervene, and you give her a miracle outcome that even she wasn't expecting so that other people will see, okay, other people know about this, will see this and know that it had to have been a miracle. Just like you brought Kristen and I together in a way that we know it was a miracle because it could not have happened otherwise. Father God, heal the situation for Bridget, intervene in her life, and give her an obvious miracle that she needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Hey, here's the, the greatest miracle uh, in your life is about to occur right now because the lovely, inimitable Kristen Pettit is Ooh. going to lead, lead everybody here in the call to salvation. And, you know, when someone the Bible says when 
anybody comes to Christ, the angels in heaven just rejoice. And I, I think I told you, Kristen, when I was a kid, I was a small child. My mom told me that. So I was like saying the call of salvation like every day, sometimes like every five minutes, just because I wanted to just give the angels something to rejoice about constantly. So <laughs> every time the bell rings, the angel gets his wings. Yeah. So, so maybe yeah. We, you know what, that's why don't we do this? Why don't we? Um, why don't we? Uh, let's all say the call of salvation. So I'm gonna. I'm going to say it with you. I'm not going to say it out loud, but I'll say it with you as you go along. And I think all of us should just say it at home. So go right ahead, Kristen. Amen. Amen. That That's a, a great, amazing sight in the eyes of the Lord. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, send us a message or um, definitely comment on the video. We want to know. And don't forget to tell us about your praise reports Mm -hmm. so that we can ding the bell. Yeah. (laughs) Marianne Carmacher just writes in. I'll just do this real quick. She says, pray for my son, Nishant Carmacher. They're doing independent ministry work in Siliguri, West Bengal. Uh, Mm. Due to coronavirus, they're taking private tutorial class online. Due to COVID, they have little, very few students. Please pray for protection. Father God, we pray for Marianne and her son. We pray that you you, uh, cause the ministry work to prosper. We pray that um, you protect them in all things and that you carry them through this situation, and that you rebuke the devourer, in this case, the coronavirus, or any of the plans of the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen. Good to see Alberta Borellas and my my friend uh, Judy Shammy, another very cool hey. person, Kristen, who I hope you get to meet someday. Hey, Judy. Nice to meet you. All right, guys. Look, thanks for joining us. Hey, listen, for those of you who've been writing about you know marriages and stuff like that, seriously, um, not so much tonight's message, but the ones I did last night and the one before that has to do with relationships. We'll be continuing that series in all likelihood tomorrow, and unless I feel moved to do something else. But that's what we plan on doing. Um, but it really, we've been talking about the importance of not just being in a relationship, but really building it up and the daily commitment for it. So, you know, especially to my friend Peter, I'm really so happy about your praise report. But just go listen to my messages from yesterday and the day before. I think it'll really help you out. And they're just short messages. What, what do I do? Like five or six minute messages, really? Yeah, yeah. So they're not like the, the worst thing in the world, okay? Oh, I know some of these pastors like to give these hour-long messages, and that's their business. But And, you know, they get people saved, but we get people saved, too, and I like just doing it short. So there it is. Hey, guys, listen, um, again, keep the prayer requests coming. It's our honor to be able to pray for them. Don't forget to pray for other people, too. They're, listen, so many people are hurting. So many people are in need. Just if you if you just talk to some people, you'll be amazed at how many people will just like open themselves up to you. And then you get a chance to be a blessing to them. And then God will really pour out his blessings to you. That's why I close every one of these services, which I guess is what it is, by saying, be blessed and be a blessing. Okay. I really want you to be blessings to other people. Just, you know, it's amazing, Kristen, you know, one man in the United States dies and there's this giant civil rights movement, but also, you know, some bad things happen and some good things happen. And that's just because of, of one small event. I mean, it was a serious event, but it was just one event in the big scheme of things. Well, just think about, we have 40,000 followers. If, if we just all set out just to try to make someone else's life better. I mean, that's the kind of thing that really should go viral. So guys, please do your best. Keep everybody um, in your prayers. 
And, um, you know, like I always say, we'll see you tomorrow at 730. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.